Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the next episode of One Mic Night, the podcast that brings you personal stories of artists and real people on their journeys, helping to guide, answer questions, and inspire you in the business and in life. My guest today, who I'm very, very excited about, he does just that. He is a host, he's a producer of uh, the show. You may already know him, I'm sure you do, 3LWTV. He became an influencer by showcasing positive images of people, um, millions of hits on YouTube. Please welcome Lionel Williams to One Mike Night Podcast. Lionel, thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. This is so cool. Hi. It's so good to see you. <laughs> it's good to see you too. It's been a long time. They don't know that we go way back. We go way back, right? Way, way, way back. But yes, that's so good to see you. Right. Well, I have questions. So let's get on down to it. First of all, who is Lionel Williams? Let everybody know who Lionel is. He is a kid who was born in San Francisco, California. Grew up mostly in Oakland. Uh, went to college in LA. Worked in the entertainment industry for a little while. Left that business. Went back to, like, got into aviation for a while. Then the dawn of the internet, I was able to get back into uh, kind of bringing all of my worlds together. Mm-hmm. Really just about my, my tagline is stay in your life. And I'm really just about living living your life to the fullest. And I am a huge proponent of that. And if you follow me, you see, I was like, I have some real wild, crazy stuff that happens in my life that's awesome and just kind of out of the norm. Right. And but people don't realize, though, they don't always see the work that you put in behind the scenes to manifest these things. Absolutely. And I'm big on manifesting my dreams. So that's who I am. And I really just want to encourage other people same thing. Like, get out of your own head, get out of your own way, and start to thrive. Right. And you really just have to be active and conscious in that thriving. A lot of us, you know, we're so busy listening to external influences that we just get wrapped up in negativity. It's like, no, you're blocking your blessings. Right. Uh, that's who I am. I'm just like a lover of life, and I really just want, I, try, I do my best to stand in my light, and I really want to encourage uh, and uplift others so that they can be the same. And you do that well. I want to get back to that, but I want to actually take, can you take us back a little bit about like, what was life for you growing up? What was that like as oh a kid in San, Fr- in San Francisco and Oakland? Because I know okay. Oakland and I know San Francisco, but I know it as an adult. So it's interesting because my dad and my stepmom and my grandmother lived in San Francisco and me and my mom and all of my cousins lived in Oakland. So literally, I, I really claim both cities because I literally, even though I went to school in Oakland, I literally spent as much time in San Francisco as well. Um, so there was kind of bouncing back and forth, but I had like the best of both worlds because um, I was my mom's only child, so mm-hmm. I could go home and be spoiled. But then when I would go hang out with my cousins, there were like eight or nine of us in the house. So I had to wait my turn. Wow. So for me, it's, I appreciate it now uh, because, like I said, I, I was able to have the best of both worlds. Uh, growing up was pretty fun, mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, I just had a, I, I got to travel a lot, even as a kid. Uh, I didn't know, I didn't know about limitations. I was always taught, you know, if you work hard, you can have something. Right. If you work hard, you can do this. And these are the pitfalls to disregard. And I, I give so much credit to my mom because she was always. Uh, she always, you know, she said, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to show you what I believe is right, but you're going to have to make your own decision. And you will have to live with the consequences of that decision. Mm. And so as opposed to trying to force her beliefs on me, 
that was a huge, huge uh, uh, proponent of my success. Right. Because she allowed for that creativity. She allowed that creativity and for me yeah. to learn on my own. So right. I, I will always be so grateful to her. Was she was she in the arts or was she just no, a lover my mom, of life? Was, uh, was she worked in corporate America? Uh, she started out like as a secretary. She worked her way up to the executive level in hospitality. I retired a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the thing. As she was always this wonderful example, I always saw her hustling and going to work and really trying to make things happen, and just watching her rise. And th- that's the demonstration that I had. And so I knew that that's how it was supposed to be. If you want, if you want to succeed, this is how. You, these are the steps that you have to do. It. So it was demonstrated to me. Beautiful. And I will always appreciate her for that. Uh, for that, so I've been very lucky, very blessed. I like that. How was how was the high school and, and junior high school and all that kind of stuff for you? Junior high, okay. I went to this junior high called. It's funny because in elementary school, I change elementary schools every year because we moved a lot, right? So first through sixth grade, I went to a different school every year. By the time I got to junior high, I was in one junior high school and I went to one the same senior high school. Junior high was in. It was man, it wasn't that great. <laughs> I was like, yeah. You know, it's, it's like when you're you're going through puberty, and then I remember I'm still traumatized by this. Like one day we were playing basketball in the gym, and then there was a team with the shirts on and the shirts off. Right. And I, had to, I took my shirt off, and all the girls were like teasing me, like, "Oh, look at your bird chest." <laughs> <laughs> and I was petty even back then. I was like, "I might have a bird chest, but I'm sure by next year you'll be pregnant." So <laughs> <laughs> I was always I was just petty like that. That's why I, I've done a lot. <laughs> okay, or sassy, I should say. Um, That's hilarious because so, I had actually the opposite experience. I was a chubby kid, so I uh, never wanted to take my shirt off. Uh, you know, because I had a little fat, you know, a little fat here, fat stomach. So I had this, the, the, you know, it was almost traumatic for me. Right. <laughs> a different so, yeah, way. We were traumatized by that. They were like, they were, <laughs> look at this bird chest. And so, yes. Uh, but high school was a lot more fun. I was very popular in high school. Uh, I remember the first year, my sophomore year, I ran, I was going to run for class president, but there was another very, very popular girl who came from one of the other junior high schools who was actually, we kind of had a very special relationship. But so she did, I was like, well, let me run with her. She's very popular. She's probably going to win. So I run as her vice president. So we did that and I did that for the first semester. Then the second semester, she didn't want to do it again. So by that time I had leveraged her popularity. And so I won. And basically I was, I went from, you know, class president, student body president, and I was always trying to make us have fun. Like, we work hard, we do well with our grades, but guys, let's have fun. You know, at that time, it was like grad night was the big trip, you know, the senior trip. I was mm-hmm. like, well, we're having a trip every year. We might, we'll go to grad night in the 12th grade, but in the 10th grade, we're going here, and in the 11th grade, we're going Friday night. You know, so I was just always trying to motivate the class to just really uh, to live and, and have fun. It's so, it's so wonderful that I'm still in contact with so many of my classmates from high school. So that's pretty wonderful because of social media. That's interesting because you seem like you carry that kind of spirit along with you now too. Like you still have the element of fun and, you know, Absolutely. vivacious life. If, if it's not fun, now, 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 I don't want people to think that I'm like addicted to <clears> like this. I don't get addicted to the emotion. Like I'm not searching for a high. I don't want to just be elated all the time. Right. Um, but I try to find some, I just find some contentment. But for me, it's like, if it doesn't bring me peace and joy, then I just, I have to move in a different direction. If it's sometimes when we have those rough spots, they're here to teach you something. So what I've learned is to listen and obey the whispers when it happens the first time. Mm. So I started doing that. It took me, that's the longest lesson it took me to learn. Uh, 
But once I did that, I was like, oh, okay. But now I, I love living my life to the fullest. And that may be something as simple as curling up with a good book. Right. Or traveling to a different country. Uh, it, whatever, whatever fun is to you or how that looks to you, uh, get out of your head with, I don't have the time, I don't have the money, but just affirm the experience. And then just keep planting those seeds in your consciousness. You know, what will it feel like when I take this dream vacation? Well, you know, and, and then you marinate in your consciousness, and before you know it, it's happened. And you probably didn't have to pay for it. Right. I mean, I have so many stories of, like, how that kind of stuff happened in my life. Uh, and I don't have a patent on that. I just practice the principles, and they just work. Wow. Yeah. Tell everyone about your, your show. <clears throat> now, you know, this, this show, like I said, has millions of, of hits and people have watched these shows and you sort of go like all over the place with them. You know what yes, I mean? Like um, it's, it's really, it started like about 10 years ago, right? right. At the dawn of social media, really at the beginning stages of YouTube. And as a black LGBT man, I would travel around the country and I would go to all these wonderful events in different cities. There were all these little pockets, but they were all local things. Mm -hmm. So people didn't really know about, you know, if there was a Sizzle Miami, it was before it was like a national thing. People were like, eh, well, we kind of hear about it, but we don't necessarily know, or the pride in DC, or what's happening in Charlotte. And I had the opportunity to experience these things. And when I would ask people in the community about stuff, they were always talking about they were bored, there's nothing to do. I'm like, no, there's plenty going on. And that's when I decided, how about I just put these videos up, platform, and share some of my experiences with all of these beautiful people that I'm meeting all across the country, even around the world. And that's how it started. And then people just started gravitating towards the videos uh, and booking me to come travel and cover things. It was just a lot, a lot of fun. And then it got to be too much. So I ended up taking a break. Right. Uh, and I, just because I couldn't, I just couldn't do it all by myself anymore. Uh, and then that was also the time I got connected with a very popular uh, woman, Oprah <laughs> 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 Winfrey, right. uh, through Twitter. I met her through Twitter. And um, so that kind of put another level of visibility on the platform, right. right? Because before I had this very niche audience, but now you're tweeting with Oprah. Now everybody named Mama wants to know who is this guy and what's right. happening. Um, and it just became a little overwhelming, so I just couldn't keep it up. I put a hiatus, but I recently relaunched my 3LWTV.com site. I've launched a book club, and I began doing more interviews and traveling and stuff around. Because there's still, in the, I'm looking at, even though there's so much content out there, right. that space is, I'm still not finding it being fulfilled. Wow. So, I'm just gonna, I just had to step back into it. My friends were like, can you just please do this? I'm like, oh, there's tons of people out there. And they're like, no, we want your voice. I'm like, okay. Right, because you have a very unique style. And I have to say that I went back, you know, when you started it, I, I used to watch it too. You know, and then we get busy doing what we do. And I went back and I revisited some of that stuff. But you have a very unique style of doing it that makes it so interesting, you know, for, for people to, to watch and be engaged. Let's, I want to talk really, like a little bit about the technical part of it. Because like you said, 10 years ago, you know, the whole YouTube thing was kind of taken off and the social media platform and, and that whole thing. How did you actually start it? You know, literally, I just put up a video. I, I didn't, when I, the very first video I did, I didn't even want to be in it. I was like, I don't want this to be about me. Right. So I just started putting up stuff like, like I would travel somewhere and I was like, look at this beautiful lakefront. It might just be a few seconds of something. Or look, I'm at, I'm in Atlanta for Pride and this is what's happening. I, and I just started posting them on, on YouTube. And then using the hashtags, and people just gradually 
started sharing them. And the thing is, you have to be consistent. Right. And so with consistency, it started to pick up because people liked it. And then they started sharing it, and then it just started growing and growing from there. So it's been... Um, it's been a wonderful ride, but that's the thing. You just got to be consistent and just put the first video up. Right. And even when I go back, I'm like, oh my goodness, the quality makes me cringe. Even though I knew it then, but we were doing everything shotgun. There was no, there was no lighting kit. There were no microphones. It was just, you know, you had the camera right. and you had to make it happen. About how many people did you have when you started it? I mean, different, uh, obviously, well, obviously different I didn't have things. I when yeah. I started. Like, mm -hmm. when I just opened the channel, I didn't have anyone. So, um, but when what I did was, when I look, the first event that I covered, say if I went to a Black Gay Pride in Atlanta, well, when I put it up, I put in those hashtags, so I, whatever the popular hashtags were, so then people would search for that because they were trying to see what was going on in Atlanta that weekend, Atlanta Labor Day, and then they would they would find the videos, and as they would find them, they would, they would go through the channel and they would subscribe, mm. and then it kind of grew and grew and grew from there. So it's been, and it's wonderful, it's interesting because this summer, I kid you not, like I said, I had taken this hiatus, but I've been getting these signals like you need to bring this back, you need to bring this back. And out of nowhere, YouTube randomly starts promoting uh, an eight-year-old video of mine. Wow. So like, it went from like 100,000 views since in in uh, August or July, maybe. It was July 4th. And now it's over a million. And they've been just promoted, just randomly, they've been, been attaching it to other viral videos, which is cute for me because it's a cute thing. Right, yeah, but again, for, it's sure. Check, for sure. For sure. something I did eight years ago. <laughs> and right. now I'm making much more money off of it now than I did then. So uh, I don't say that you're doing it for money, but there are. I'm just saying that there are benefits. No, but that is interesting, you know. And and I and I think that you know a lot of people who listen to this, you know, we wonder. Sometimes we start projects and you started out of love and you started because you have a you know you're passionate and you have a point you want to make and all this stuff too. But the money is good, and and that is an option, you know, for doing things. Absolutely. That is. Just don't yeah. make that the sole option. But it does have the sole option. Right. You gotta have a sure. passion for it. Absolutely. You gotta love it, but it does not hurt to get paid. Absolutely. You got that right. You got that right. It does not hurt to get paid. It's quite cute. Right. Uh, but again, it doesn't happen overnight either. Right. And that goes back to the consistency that yes. we're talking about. Uh, you just gotta keep and, and stop looking at what everybody else is doing. That is my number one pet peeve. That's it. You know, I don't want to do this because so and so is doing that. No, 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 no. And then went uh, 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 uh. So and so will never have your voice. Right. That's it. So you need, if, if something's on your spirit to create or to do whatever it is, you need to follow that passion. You need to follow that because that's that's where your joy lies. Those things are not being placed on your heart or your desires um, unless you're capable of manifesting them. They right. just don't happen that way. So let's 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 talk a little bit about manifestation. <laughs> so you mentioned a certain person picked up a tweet, and it's sort of. You know, help. Obviously, it helped spawn a few other things. You know what I mean? Like it helped you even hone in on who you are a little more. Right. You know, it did. And I've learned. I mean, I started. Like I said, I've been manifesting long before the Oprah Winfrey thing. But uh, even from when I was in co the college that I wanted to go to, right? I used to um, set. I used to set up the, the flyers and the brochures across my bed every day and look at them and picture myself. I want to, you know, in this dorm and walk into class here and looking at the curriculum and I want to take, you know, I just really mentally uh, immersed myself in it and I hadn't been accepted. I didn't know how I was going to pay to go there or any of that stuff. And of course, all of that manifest because I planted the seed and I was faithful and obedient to surrendering because as long as you're not trying to figure it out, the whole thing with Oprah, uh, you know, I saw that she was on Twitter 
And I was like, well, if she tweets something, I'm gonna, you know, maybe she'll she'll respond to it. And then she did respond to one of my tweets. And then before I knew it, she had invited me to a taping of her show when it was still in Chicago. And then she took me to dinner at her favorite restaurant. And then we just developed a relationship from there. And again, from Twitter. Right, yeah. But I knew that that was somebody who I wanted to be in their sphere. And it's interesting because I had an opportunity to work for her maybe a couple of years prior to that. And it didn't pan out, but um, I'm glad that it didn't because the connection that I have with her now is so much better than if I were an employee of hers. So. Interesting. Again, divine order in all things. You just got to let it go and it will, it, will, it will manifest much larger than... Absolutely, that. absolutely. I'm about manifesting experiences, so that's from that's my thing. You right. might like things. You might you know you might want a car or a house, and they, so don't you know the the principles of manifestation are the same, but you have to manifest what's true for your heart. Right, and what what are those principles? What would you say the principles are? Uh, one surrendering. That's the main mm. thing. You, and by surrender, I mean you can speak the answer, you can speak the desire, but you can't figure out how to get there. Right. Because nine times out of ten, you're going to limit it to money. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if yeah. I want to go to this, if I want to go on this trip or I want this car, well, I got to, you know, I gotta, I'm trying to figure out in my head how can I put a little bit of money away. That, uh-uh. Just speak it. See yourself in that car. Uh, have pictures of the, I, I do vision boards. I have pictures on the wall, whatever. Do whatever. And just constantly, like, how will, I, how will it feel when I get in this car? And, you know, what will I be grateful for today? And that's the, that's the main thing. That's the, be great. Gratitude. Practice gratitude every day. Right. And that will accelerate the process. So once you plant the seed, you got to water it, and I water it mine with gratitude. And before you know it, it comes, it just it comes quickly. I'll give you another another fun <laughs> manifestation story. I, um, our former president of Barack Obama, right, um, a couple of years ago, uh, friend and I were doing vision boards, and I wanted to meet. I was like, I, I want to be Obama, but I don't know how that's going to happen because they don't been in the White House. I'm not about to roll up on Michelle right. Target. It's <laughs> this Secret Service bubble. Nobody's, you know, you're not rolling in the, Obama might be in Starbucks, but the closest you're going to get is the block. Okay? Right, yeah. Right? Okay. For real. So, literally, I just put, I put the picture on there and uh, I looked at it all the time, you know, regularly saying, I don't know how, I don't know how that's going to happen. And that's the thing. I couldn't figure out how to make that happen. And then, lo and behold, um, one day uh, through work, I got an uh, email saying that, I would, you know, I do travel. And so we were going to be traveling with uh, a high level, high government. They needed like you know, a secret service clearance. So you had to give me your information for that. And that, you know, it could be secretary of state. It could be anybody. Right. And, uh, I, I didn't know who it was until like closer to. And I was like, Hawaii. Oh, that could be because it was after Christmas. I was like, the Obamas go to And sure enough, it turned out to be the Obamas. I got to spend two days with them. I just wanted to pick, you know what I'm saying? My, right, yeah. In my anything, I want yeah. to meet you and get a picture. I uh, spent two days with them. I uh, have been able to keep in contact. It's just been wonderful. Wonder- and again, this was just, and again, for me, manifesting an experience. But uh, it literally started from trying to practice gratitude and then putting that picture on my vision board uh, a couple of years ago. And it, didn't, it, only, it took less than two years for it to actually manifest. And again, it manifests much better than I would have pictured it, right? So... Uh, and the fact that I've been able to stay in contact. In fact, I just got a signed copy of his book in the mail. Oh, wow. Wow. Like, oh, Mom, don't tell her. This is her uh, her Christmas game. I love it. <laughs> so That's brilliant. But, you know, I, so I say this stuff right. to say that this stuff works, people. 
<laughs> it works. Now, you know, you don't have to be an Obama fan or like Oprah. Right. Whatever it is that you like, just plant that seed in your consciousness and water it with gratitude. Those are the main things. And you got, and again, being consistent. Being consistent. that's what will take you to actually making it uh, come true. And there are books and stuff on it. If you, there's one that I love that's called Future Boards by Sarah Sinatrella, mm-hmm. and because uh, she just outlines how to do a future board and how to and how to water it, water that garden uh, to make those things happen. Because she's got an amazing story. So I, I I try to surround myself around these kind of people that have these wonderful experiences or that understand that I'm not crazy right. and they'll look at me like, okay, vision board, that's voodoo. Right. Like, no, 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 but, no. But like you said, it also takes planting the seeds, which requires work. So you have to do a little work too, but you also have to, you know, in manifestation, you have to, you know, visualize some things happening. But you are putting in some work as well. You have to, and the, that visualization has to be constant. Right. And that's what the board, the vision board itself, is just some paper and some pictures. I mean, it's not, you know, but it's a physical reminder. Physical that you reminder. Do that mental work constantly. Yes. So that's the whole reason it's like it's not like hocus pocus i'm going to put some pictures on the wall and boom i'm going to have to light my dreams it takes a little than just that um, but again being consistent and being dedicated to and believing that you deserve these things a lot right. of us just don't don't believe that we deserve stuff yeah and we do you, you deserve to have the absolute best so stop blocking stop blocking it for yourself right do you meditate also or is that part of your your regime i, <laughs> I do meditate uh it helps me stay centered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do different forms of meditation. Like I'll, I'll sit and do like a quiet meditation like that. But sometimes for me, if I'm like water is very soothing. So I can walk on the beach at sunrise or sunset. And that's a form of meditation for me. Um, whatever, whatever finds you peace and where you're not thinking. And that's hard to do. Right. You know? yeah. Especially when you first start out. You know, the first time you try to meditate, it's like I'm remembering everything from what I wore to kindergarten on the first day of school to my first heartbreak to why, you know, you're, you're, you're thinking about everything. Yeah, and yeah. you start beating yourself up. But again, you have to be consistent, just keep at it. And then before you know it, you'll, you'll learn to follow your breath and the zone all that stuff out. And it just gives you a chance to recalibrate, you know, space of peace every day. Every day. So, yes, I'm a huge. Um, believer in meditation or prayer or whatever prayer, you do whatever yeah. what, or whatever it is that you can do and be still right you can feel your quiet your mind that's whatever the part of the balance mind. that's the balance that you need to get you to where you need to be right because right. those emails are not going to stop those text messages are not going to stop right. those deadlines are not going to stop you want one person and trust me if you drop dead that company might send some flowers and they're going to replace you next right exactly <laughs> 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 exactly <laughs> You can't live and die like that. You've got to live. You have to live. Day while you're here. And you've got to find, even if it's just a couple of minutes, or if you've got to get up five minutes earlier, just so you can just have some tea, sip some tea, and quiet. Right. Before you get up. Stretch your mind, stretch your body, everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. That's huge for me. Right. What do you have coming up next? I just launched, like I said, the the realwtv.com. a book club and actually our first title is this book uh, from a young man in Atlanta called Black Enough Man Enough uh, his name is G. Smalls so people have been buying the book I'm so excited so we'll be discussing that we'll be talking with the author and I love it because he's mixed raced fluid sexually and he always never felt he never felt that he ever really belonged truthfully anywhere and so his whole journey to self discovery I mean there's 
right. Um, there's all kinds. I mean, it's, it's something relatable, which is why I picked this. Like, the, the title might be like salacious, mm-hmm. but there are so many nuggets in this man's story, his experience, that are totally relatable to everyone of all walks of life. So that's really what I've been waiting for, and then working on the next book that I'm going to launch uh, in January. And hopefully get to do some more traveling. So that that's pretty much what I'm I'm really trying to get back into the production of. And now we can do everything on Zoom, so it's not. I was just gonna say, are you doing this on Zoom or is this going to be like uh, get um, together? It'll be on and do Zoom and I'll put it on YouTube Good. and my website. So Good. it'll be across, I'll, I'll have it across all my platforms. Beautiful. That people can see, but yeah. So, but the three LWTV on any social media platform you can find me, or just Google it, and you know, you'll find. Whatever I'm doing, because I, I push it out to all the platforms. I love that. Final question. When it's all said and done, what do you want to What do you want to leave behind? What do you want people to know about Lionel? Um, you know, y'all can put on my, t- on my tombstone like, three words. He did that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. He did that. Because, yeah, okay. Shout out to him. How across every continent. And not, from my, and not with a whole lot of money. That's right. Uh, See, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that life thing oh he did oh he did that. right right and you know i marched to my own drum so um but yeah that's what i would say i would i would tell somebody that that's what i would want to be remembered for and i would want you to do the same absolutely i would want no. you to live it to the fullest and so that they can absolutely say that you that yep and i want them to have a party when i'm gone you don't yes. have to cry just have a party are we sitting up looking at some dusty no. no 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 a couple of shots of jack daniels have a party. <laughs> have a party. Turn up. Because you turn know up. I would. Preferably go somewhere luxurious and far away. <laughs> All right. Well, tell them, how, tell them um, how they can get in touch with you. Where can we uh, find Facebook, you? Um, uh, primarily Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. I do Snapchat, but I'm not. But they're all 3LWTV. And okay. then 3LWTV.com. Uh, basically has all of those platforms merged onto, onto one single platform. But I am all things 3LWTV. That is the best way to reach me, whether it be email, whatever, I'm, it's there. You just said it. You are all things. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of things. That's right. Lionel, <laughs> well, my friend, thank you for coming on One Mike Night Podcast. I really appreciate you. Everybody, please make sure you go to 3WLTV. Find out what's coming up next. Join the book club. Watch the videos. Do it all. Lanelle is there for you. My name is Marcos Luis. You can find me at Marcos Luis on everything. M-A-R-C-O-S-L-U-I-S. And make sure you go to OneMikeNight.com and you'll find all the links to the One Mike Night podcast. Download, subscribe. It's on YouTube now. Thank you all for joining me for this episode. See you next time. Bye.